Bros chilling in the hot tub. Five feet apart because they're not gay. Two bros. Two bros. Five feet apart because they're two bros. Welcome, wonderful two listeners, bros. to We Rate Queer Bait, a show about the blurry lines between homies and homo. I am your lovely host, Devin. My pronouns are he, him. I am Sky, another host. My pronouns are he, she. I am Emery. I'm also a host. I'm also lovely. My pronouns are he, she, they. Wonderful. So this is our new project. If you thought we could scream about a show in which we had to sit through an entire arc of us hating it, Imagine what happens when we get to talk about things that interest us specifically. Yeah, for anyone not for anyone just joining us, our last podcast we reviewed all of Hunter Hunter, but for this one we just decided, you know, our favorite part of of talking about Hunter Hunter was just yelling about the boys who want to kiss each other. So what if we just made that the whole podcast? What if we just like, did that for fun? What if we just talked about uh, boys kissing each other. What if? What What if? And you know? You know? I think it'll be a fun time. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of just decided no one can stop us. So, you know, and might as well. You know, I bet you're out there wondering how on earth are we going to rate the incredible, um, uh, you know, kind of esoteric art of queer baiting. And we have... In an, an ingenious uh, rating system. That's right. This is, yeah. An ingenious rating system with no flaws that would never discount the existence of bi people. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, an ingenious rating system that never discounts the existence of bi or pan people. And an ingenious rating system that we don't actively seem to um, contradict uh, within the same rating system. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. I think it's perfect. An, incre- an incredible rating system where it would never be impossible to get a perfect, a perfect score just just based on logic and normal understanding. Right. Yeah, just based on uh, our ingenious scientific method and not based on the vibes yeah. of whatever we're looking at. Yeah, this is a hard data podcast only. No. That's right. No feelings involved. Make, we want to make sure anyone at home could flawlessly replicate these results at any time. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's It's not science unless you can replicate the results at home. So for that in mind, do you guys think it would be helpful if I go through... Um, Go through a little bit of what we talked about for our ranking system. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's give the viewers the ability to also follow along at home. Right, 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 right. So we're we're ranking we're ranking these shows. We're gonna take a look at some different things that we, you know, we're we're using queer bait as kind of a broad term. I would say, you know, we're just gonna pick out some stuff with some some uh per, some same gender some things going on, and we're just gonna talk about whether or not, you know. We're gonna we're gonna put it through our, our factual ranking system and decide whether it's like queer folks? baiting, I guess. Um, so the first one uh, is a scale of no homo from one to five. Uh, our second one is no hetero from one to five. Very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we've got no romo. So uh, because sometimes uh, you see people and you're like, you should kiss, but. And also get a restraining order. <laughs> yeah, and so you might be... <laughs> yeah. Like, you should kiss, but also you probably shouldn't be near each other. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you might be you might be thinking like, hey, Sky, that kind of some of those kind of sound like the same thing. So let me let me clarify a little bit for 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 those at home. I want to clarify what our system means. Um, so no homo. That's on a scale from number one on the ranking scale is we hate women. Mm-hmm. And then on number five on the scale is getting straight married. Yeah. So and and by, two, by, by we hate women, like also we could possibly broaden that out because we, 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 we want to include all gen- genders in our, in our queer, queer rating rating system. So I think instead of like just hating women, we could also be like just never, in, just, just never having a positive interaction with a member of the opposite sex. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because so, I think it's important because, um, as any viewers know, we might one day uh, cover such things like Madoka Magica mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. Um, uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena. And let me tell you, those ones also don't think the opposite sex uh, exist. And also, I'm pretty sure the one who made Madoka hates women too. Entirely possible. It's a show about women, but I feel like it hates women, you know? That's crazy. <laughs> You know? That's crazy. You're telling me the show that revolves around women might hate women, too. Uh, yeah, it's maybe just a show that just might hate women. That's crazy. Um, So, yeah, yeah. Like, scale from one to five on how much, like, you know, number one being, like, there's no opposite sex, like, involvement whatsoever versus they do get straight married in the end and mm-hmm. it's not believable. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 so yeah, and then yeah, it's almost like if you've ever confessed feelings for your bro, and then you're immediately like, "Well, I should get married to this girl I've talked to twice in my lifetime." Exactly. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And all the interactions have been negative. That's right. Yeah, it needs. Yeah, it. Okay, I think like I think to give an overview of like exactly what we're looking for here, like something that that scores both a both a five on the no hetero and no homo scales, it has to be like the gayest shit you've ever seen, but also still be plausibly deniable and 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 still like make the characters to out to be canonically straight. You know, that's that's the fucking sweet spot we're looking for. Yeah, something so powerfully gay, and then they still get straight married, and you're just kind of like, are you sure? Exactly. All right. Yeah, and I would like to be clear that I don't think our scale invalidates bisexuals in any way. Not at uh, all. Because um, I I would like to posit that it is entirely on the shows for having this level. Like, if something is a five on both scales, that means that it is so gay that it's not even you can't even mention the fact that they're gay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, like, no. Like it's just like they are on screen making out with their male friend and then being like gonna go home to my wife. Sorry, I got to go hang out with my wife. Yeah, yeah, like Yeah. I think there's a difference between having a bi character and having a character who is gay but like being actively denied that by by That's the right. media they're in, you know? That's right. Yeah. And truly, you can love your uh, straight wife, but also when that homie comes to town, it's it's the it's the boys all the time. You know? mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To be clear, like I don't I don't think our like I just want to be clear that our intention is not to go out of our way and say like and like we're not going to be taking by characters and being like they're straight or gay. It's where this is about 
this is about stuff where we there's no plausible deniability. This is this supposed is about to be a straight romance. Bias. That's right. Um, so yeah, with that, um, our no hetero scale, uh, what we wrote down is uh, number one on a no hetero scale would be they just get fridged. It's just like it doesn't even matter that. It, it, there's there's no heterosexuality going on. And then uh, number five is an intentional on-screen kiss for the no hetero. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's possible that they are. That That's why the scale works. Sometimes the bait is tasty bait. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's, you're like, oh, is that a rubber worm on a hook or is it an actual worm on a hook? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes it's an actual worm, folks. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there is something very compelling about, like, yelling at two characters to just kiss already, even knowing full well that they won't because the writers are fucking cowards. That's yeah, right. It is something so powerful. Not always the writers. A lot of times just, like, the studio or whatever. But, you know. Yeah, sometimes writers are like, I'm going to make them kiss in every way except making them kiss. Yeah, know? yeah. And we respect them for that. And, like, honestly, honestly, that's powerful. Because, you know, a lot of times you're not allowed to make them kiss. A lot of times it is just the studio. So I think there is something kind of beautiful about being like, okay, we're just, we're just going to make it so fucking gay. And also the straights will have no idea. Yeah. And that's mad respect right there. Yeah, that's right. Incredibly. Yeah. Incredibly respectful. <laughs> that's this podcast. Just, just... Just all respect all the time. That's right. Autor's respect. This podcast is about respect. It's about the golden rule. Um, if this scale seems confusing to you... Um, Too damn bad. Yeah, fuck off, listen to the show, and then I think... Maybe you should this. go get a PhD, and then you'd be able to follow along. <laughs> yeah, go get your PhD in queer theory, and then come back. Yeah. And talk to us about queer baiting in media. I don't have to hold your hand. <laughs> I laid out the rules. Yeah, we're we're all geniuses and we have gigantic brains, so I'm sitting on my brain right now, so maybe we should work out at the library. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just just you know, if you can't follow along, then you will have to get you will have to go to the library and, and do some bench presses, you know. Yeah, maybe yeah. do your homework, maybe maybe get your brain swole. Do some lunges with a big stack of books in each hand. If it's not, if your brain isn't touching the inside of your skull, you're not working hard enough. That's right. <laughs> if you don't understand this scale, you need to watch either watch better media or have better gay sex. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, we're not asking for much. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> what? What about? What about no Romo? Mm, no Romo. See, I think that that kind of stands on its own, away from because I think the other two scales sound confusing, but they aren't. You know, mm -hmm. I think no Romo kind of stands on its own where this is just like, it might be possible that some of these media just don't have, like, it's just romance isn't that important. And it kind of seems weird, you know, like, mm -hmm. to think because. Yeah, you can want someone to kiss, but you don't want them to date. It's a little, yeah, it's yeah. a little over the top how much like, you know, romance is a thing in media at all. So this is just a like sort of like side scale just to be like, you know, how much is romance even valued in the story? And then like, you know, kind of just based on vibes, how much you can believably buy that like, if there's, you know, 
it, it kind of like helps us narrow down like whether we think the heterosexual ship the show is trying to sell us on actually works or whether it just gives more fuel to the other one or whether it just kind of does nothing for either of them. The level of like romance being a focus yeah. in the media. It is It is my strong belief that even platonic friendships can be super gay sometimes. And I want to, yeah, I wanted this category to just like create some space for that, you know? I believe I believe all three of us are aerospec, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's that's an important thing to represent too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you have a close homie who you want to be like, "Can I kiss you on the lips?" And they're like, "Do you want to go on a date?" And you're like, "Absolutely not. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. N- in no way whatsoever." <laughs> <laughs> I hope you know that this will not lead anywhere except maybe kissing you on the lips, and that's it. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. So yeah, we've got our we've got our homosexuality scale, our heterosexuality scale, and our amatonormativity scale, basically. Hell yeah. For our wonderful show, which And listeners, if you ever ask us what these skills mean again, I am blocking you from the podcast. Yeah, you're not you're not allowed. That is a threat. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking you off the Patreon that we definitely have. <laughs> Will not ask me again. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so speaking of our wonderful scale, I think we've laid it all out. I think it makes perfect sense. I think uh, yeah. I think our listeners are big brain genius enough to follow along. Yeah, I think I so. I trust our listeners. Yeah. Do you want to talk about... Just by listening to this first 15 minutes, your brain has already expanded. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to tell you, you're going to have to buy all new hats. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. From this first uh, 15 minutes of uh, podcast, you are already on the cosmic level. Yeah. <laughs> Soon, maybe you'll be at the multiverse level. Mm. That'd be crazy if that happened. So speaking of our wonderful scale, we're going to take it through a wonderful sort of, in many ways, sort of a blueprint for queer baiting in the modern era. Yes. How would you like, Devin, to take us through our first piece of media we picked out for this podcast? Please, I'm so excited. You know, folks, it's kind of, I don't want to say the one that started off. Clearly, there are classics out there. There are ones that, that paved the road. But this one, this one put a fresh coat of, like a fresh <laughs> coat of cement over it. Uh-huh. Really just refurbished the neighborhood. Just mm. add in a trees, a park, you know, just. Just an entire refurbishment of it all. And that, I'm, I'm here to talk to you about Sasanaru. That's right. Yes. A two series, but what, now three. I forgot about Baratu for a hot second. <laughs> a three series spanning just perfect romance in my genuine opinion. And we'll definitely talk about this more, um, on the actual Sasanaru episode, but. If you want to see um, our scale in action on its incredible ratings, let me tell you, the homo is strong, the hetero might be stronger, and the no-romo, well, then we'll just have to see. We'll see. <laughs> That's right. We'll just have to see. <laughs> I, folks, this one's so powerful. They kiss episode one. It's very strong. Episode one, and it keeps going up from there. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't most most queer baiting are cowards. They're like, if we ever get to the kiss, it'll be near the near the end. And I say, or you could do it episode one, and then say that didn't happen. Yeah, 
Yeah, we're 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 here to say that all slow burn is cowardly. Yeah. Or kind of like a reverse slow burn, you know? You have them, mm-hmm. like, straight up kiss episode one and then say, what if they, like, acted like they hate each other for another, like, I don't know, 700 <laughs> episodes? You True. Know? What if they were like, oh, that was so nasty? Okay, we, d- we do like some slow burn, though. Yeah, mm. we do like some slow burn here. Mm-hmm. As a treat. That's right. Yeah, it really is something to have just a queer piece of, or, no, you know, like a piece of media. Just be like, because so many times the queer bait is about the dangle, you know? It's about, oh, they're just really good friends. But just like, will what's, they, won't they? what's brewing under the surface? And like, oh, they like, you know, but no, Sasadaru episode one, they were like, what if they kissed on the mouth for like 10 seconds? And this is um a little like, uh, Nardo, Sasuke, like, lore. Um, when the first like volume of the manga was released in Japan, there was already like, more Sasanaru like ships and like more Sasanaru like fan art and like fan works than basically anything else of the show or like the manga. It it grew fast, folks. They knew what they were doing. Hell yeah. And you know, I'm excited, so be on the lookout for that one because I'm gonna finally subject Sky to uh the horrors that is Naruto. Yeah, I'm finally going to learn what Naruto's about. Um, I mean, no, you won't. <laughs> I'm still trying to decipher what Naruto overall is about. Not there yet, but, you know, we'll get there. Yeah, I mean, in my mind, Sus- or, like, Naruto's about Sasunaru. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's yeah. just me. Maybe that's just my, yeah, my rose-colored glasses is- <laughs> from, like, all of everyone I know who's into Naruto at all just being like, yeah, Sasunaru's, like, you know, that's that's it. So, you know... Yeah, anytime you get any other discrete plotline, you're just like, yeah, but that's just informing Sasanaru, right? Yeah, my my scholarly take is that Naruto as a whole is about how ninja war is bad, but also actually, fuck that, ninja war is cool as shit. Yeah, it's kind of the shonen uh, unfortunate problem of being like, well, we hate conflict and war is bad, but also it's really fucking cool to like, you know, fight your homies. Or fight your enemies, so sometimes it's good, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you want to see it. And and also the secondary theme is is that generational trauma is fine because Gara's dad actually loved him. Man, I'm so fucking pissed about that. <laughs> I don't I He fucking gets raised from the dead as a zombie, and Gara's like, yo, dad, I thought you were fucking dead. And his first response is, hey. Why are you still alive, and why are you smiling? First words out of his mouth. He's like, hey, why are you fucking alive, first of all, and why are you happy? Can you not be that? That's right. Uh. And then for the show to be like, he actually loved Gara a lot. I'm just like, no, he didn't. He super didn't. He super fucking didn't. Yeah, but, I mean, the one thing we can say about Gara is that he wasn't an orphan, because fuck orphan. Am I right? I mean, wow. Naruto was kind of an orphan. His mom died in childbirth, so half <laughs> mm, orphan. So he's kind of half an orphan? Yeah, half in an orphan. In Naruto terms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of half an orphan. That's why he only had one person who loved him instead of the net zero that you get if you're a full orphan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just the other, only other thing I know about Naruto is that, uh... My favorite thing about Naruto canon is how it kind of retcons that Sasuke was an outcast in the show. 
Because, like, the first few episodes, we get Sasuke. Everyone's like, oh, he's so cool. That's the coolest guy we know. Uh, we fucking love that dude so fucking much. And um, it later in the show, it's just, like, Sasuke being like, yeah, I was outcasted uh, after my whole clan died. Uh, no one wanted to talk to me. Everyone was super mean to me. And I'm just like, damn, where? <laughs> where was that? Yeah. When did we see any of that? Everyone was talking about how fucking cool you were all the time. They were like, oh, he's the last uh, Uchiha. That's based. Yeah, Sasuke just being willfully ignorant to, like, his entire social circle because he wants to be angsty about it. I mean, that's fine. I just wish the show wouldn't try to, like, also tell me <laughs> he was, like, outcasted. I'm fine if Sasuke thinks that. He's a little shit. He gets to. Yeah, I think Sasuke kind of comes off as a character who is an unreliable narrator, but he's actually extremely accurate to the worldview that the, like... <laughs> it's weird. It's like, no, he is right. They all do hate him. And I'm like, but they're they're good, though. Yeah, the unreliable narrator is Nardo for thinking the Leaf Village is cool when, like, they let a three-year-old live in his own apartment by himself. Why did the third Hokage do that? I can't... Yeah, and that's really... Hidden Leaf Village, that's pretty much the main thing that Hidden Leaf Village did wrong, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> nothing else. That one, nothing else. They're, the Hidden Leaf Village is not coded in so many war crimes, it's obscene. <laughs> Naruto is a funny show. It's very funny, actually. It's very funny. <laughs> But yeah, that's a sneak peek for um, how I'm going to end up like a deranged little monster. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm already 40 to 50 feral hogs. Oh, Just yeah. think about how many more there will be by the time we actually get to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, our fair listeners, do we have anything else for them? I don't believe so, unless we want to try to decide real quick. Wait, you want to take us through... Um, maybe some of your list and talk about, oh, like, what scenes we're going to talk yes. about. Ooh, okay. I will now go through, um, if you guys want to brush up on, if listeners want to brush up on their homework. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and if for some reason anyone else has, uh, if they want to do extra credit, all I have to say is just, like, keep watching the show because it's all over the damn place. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't want to catalog all that. So the first is the, um, elusive and ever-present kiss. Uh, it's episode one, folks. It happens, I think, within, like, the first, like, five minutes. Um, it's nine seconds long. So, you know, that's normal. Right. Um, the second one is, uh, the first time I ever, like, uh, goaded so hard in my entire life. It's the Naruto and Sasuke fight, uh, everyone's first non-binary character, Haku. Mm-hmm. Um, where Sasuke, uh, saves Naruto's life from getting, uh, jabbed with a few needles and Naruto goes sicko mode and the flashbacks start. The elusive Naruto flashbacks in which it just plays a bunch of episodes over again. And you're like, great, I understand everything. Uh, the second one is Naruto and Sasuke Big Fight 1. Hell yeah. Uh, that's, that's self-explanatory. There's a lot of gay vibes from two homies trying to beat each other up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched the uh, video compilation you posted, and boy, you can really tell that that takes place over multiple episodes because of how dramatically the, uh, the, 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 the overall look and animation style changes. You can tell which ones they yeah. brought out the good director for, you know? I... Finding clips for this was a game of being like, well, I want 
the vibes. But half these conversations go over like five episodes. Mm -hmm. And I'm not subjecting anybody to that. (laughs) And it's, you know, like when I was younger, I'd look for these clips and there would be like talking in it. And I'd be like, I don't want the talking. I want the fight. Now I have to sit here and be like, I want the talking. Get rid of the fight. And I can't find it. Everyone's like, we also want the fight. (laughs) So a real uh, conundrum. Right. the uh, the fourth thing is what I like to call Nardo gay panic. Um, <laughs> it really is. It, it basically Sasuke has become like an international terrorist committing like war crimes all over the damn place. Uh-huh. And all of Nardo's friends show up and be like, "Hey, man, you gotta, you gotta like stop him. You gotta kill him. Like he ain't gonna stop. Like or we're gonna kill him. Like one of these two things." And Nardo just kind of like has a panic attack and like passes out. Do you ever have gay panic so bad it turns into an actual panic attack? He grabs his chest. He like starts hyperventilating. He falls the fuck over. Kakashi has to be like, yo man, are you good? The answer is no, he's not. Um, No, you just told him he has to kill his boyfriend. Yeah. The next one is very close to the scene. There's a lot of gay vibes in like this like span of 10 episodes. Uh, Naruto and Sasuke have finally met uh, again after so many goddamn episodes. It's unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sasuke is full Joker mode. He's a sicko. His eyes are bleeding for some horrible reason. Uh, and he's just like, why are you so fucking obsessed with me, man? And Naruto just goes, well, it's because you're my, and in quotations, friend. And I say life partner. Right. Mm-hmm. Um I love saying, you're my friend, in quotes. Yeah, right after he says this, like, a gay wind picks up and blows their hair as Sasuke has, like, a stunned, like, look on his face. And um, everyone just, like, sits there in total silence for a few seconds. So everyone caught the vibes in the show, too. Yeah. Everyone was like, wait, what did he say? Uh-huh. He Damn. Really? For real? Uh, uh, next one is uh, their final confrontation. They just had a big fight. Um, they're on death's door and they just, have you ever like had a near death experience with someone you're close to and you both enter each other's like mind spaces and share your innermost thoughts with each other and say like lines like, uh, when I saw you hurting or struggling, it hurt me. Uh, it hurt my heart. And I thought that was weakness. That's what that is. Great. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. And then I just gave my podcasters a uh, nice compilation of some general homo shenanigans between them that spans the whole show. Mm, wonderful. And folks, I'm I'll, I'll post that I'll post that to our social medias. Uh, if you want to also follow along with us at home, it's all there. Yeah, we'll share some links around for sure. It's all fucking there. We'll make sure that everyone gets the exact same Sasunaru experience that we're going to get. And then we will take you through our revolutionary uh perfect 100% accurate ranking system. Yeah. Yeah. No one will ever be able to dispute it ever. Mm-hmm. Because it's scientific. We're going to be the first podcast to scientifically prove that Naruto is gay. That's right. We have the data to back it up. They're going to mm-hmm. Yeah, re- PhD students are going to be citing us 100% of the time. That's yeah, right. In a thousand years when society has collapsed and we are ruled by, like, jellyfish or whatever, they're going to bring this up as, like, the famous works of man. <laughs> We're going to be up there with Stonehenge, uh, the Pyramids, our podcast. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're People- going to dig this up and they're going to be like, oh, look at these links that this Twitter posted to uh, Sasunaru gay moments. People are going to start drawing Naruto Sasuke fan art for the first time because of this podcast. They're going to be like, finally, someone has allowed us to do this. We can That's finally right. express ourselves knowing knowing the truth. That's right. Everyone's been holding back on the Sasunaru content. There's really just none of that. Knowing ever. that it's finally out there. They said, finally. <laughs> finally. I no longer have to hide who I am. <laughs> it's just so brave of us. We're the bravest people in the world. Yeah, I think so. I feel so brave right now. Yeah. <laughs> We're tackling the issues head on. That's right. Happy Pride Month. To Happy, all. Happy Pride Month. We're gonna. <laughs> We're going to really, really uh, take down the hats with this one. Yeah, this is how we bring down the establishment. Yeah. Yeah, I think, really, I think if, 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 if we do this podcast right, if, if, you know, I think we really execute on our vision 100%, we will end heterosexuality in the next five years. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we'll really, like, it'll be Stonewall too. <laughs> Yeah, this is the podcasting equivalent of throwing a brick. (laughs) (laughs) You threw the first brick at Sasunaru. (laughs) (laughs) Who threw the first brick at the Hidden Leaf Village? (laughs) (laughs) Who wrote the first fanfiction at Sasunaru? Oh, man. Is there anything else for us on this wonderful little, just little bit of uh, fun info stuff for you guys? I don't know. We could- I could go forever, so someone has to stop me. <laughs> I was going to say we could, I don't know, maybe talk about some upcoming stuff after the Sasunaru or... Yeah, we can give like a quick list of, of stuff to look out for. Yeah. Well, who wants to go first? Who wants to give us their first top five? So I've been thinking since, like, there's a lot of stuff going, we've been tossing a couple ideas around on the back. The more we talk about Sasunaru being, like, the blueprint and, like, the modern, like, fanfiction era kind of thing, I think we should very soon go back and talk about, like, the, the, Kirk, the Kirk Spock thing. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, like, uh, kind of, like, a. it's been going around on Tumblr a lot, too. Everyone's talking about the, like, uh, the, the episode where... Uh, Spock and Kirk like hump in the desert. So oh, I think the, uh, I think we should. If I, hey Kirk, real quick, if I don't fuck, I will literally die. Yeah. So I kind of feel like we should just tackle that one and get that. Hey uh, man, can I use my vacation days to go get my dick wet? That's right. I feel like we got to tackle that one. I feel like we got to talk about it. Um, I'm also very excited to talk about Sherlock because holy shit, holy shit, what uh, were they thinking? What were I they doing with one. any of that? I love how Sherlock will canonically never fuck, but also he's not asexual. Love that about him. Literally. Yeah, like, yeah. I- he is a virile, straight man who loves sex. He just won't do it because no one's like intellectual enough for him. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I'm specifically, we're going to talk about some different stuff. We are absolutely watching the entirety of the Irene Adler episode and talking about that because, holy shit. All right. Speaking I, of <laughs> speaking of hating women. <laughs> you know, it happens sometimes. That's right. Yeah, I think it's also yeah, with 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 Sherlock, I think it's also important that we that we talk about representation for the sapiosexuals. It's time that they really got, you know, their moment in the spotlight. Mm. Oh, of course. Yeah. We only we only fuck for intelligence here. <laughs> That's why we're a scientific podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all PhDs here. That's right. We all have our PhDs in queer bait theory. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um. <laughs> yep. <laughs> from online university. Not uh-huh. a online university. Just no, just online university. Online university. If, if even one of you motherfuckers listening refers to us without the doctor honorific, we will come for you. That's right. I am showing up to your house with a baseball bat labeled just want to talk. <laughs> That's right. Just want to debate you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to debate you in the marketplace of ideas about Sasunaru. But listeners, you can get um, such wonderful classics as the Spock uh, Kirk debate, the Sherlock Watson debate. Um, I'm hearing um, in the distance, uh, we have uh, some newer titles such as. Um, Reki and Langa from Skate the Infinity. Ooh. If you didn't think we could get uh, sports into this, you were wrong. Mm. Um, Damn. Being a ninja, not a sport. I mean, I don't count. It's more like a war crime than a sport. (laughs) I don't count being like a bootlicker as a sport. Yeah, sure. It is pretty competitive for some fucking reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) I I guess anything can be the Olympics if you really like try hard enough, but like you well, know, God. Okay. I mean that's the entire premise of the uh, of the of the interstitial campaign I'm running right now. Anything can be at the Olympics. Anything can be at the fucking Olympics. That's right. We have um, uh, if you're thinking we uh, can't get into such beloved classics uh, like uh, Tom Grudge's Secession. Mm. 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 I, yeah, I definitely want to shout out uh, Mouse Guard, the Black Axe. I because I'm genuinely not sure if Conrad and Kelena were ever dating, but they do have the messiest breakup in history. That is, yeah, it's very important, uh, folks, to know we don't ever have to see the like results of like the dating on screen. But we are primed to see a breakup on screen. Oh, hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. That is something very informative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's what you can look out for. That is all on the table and so much more. Get ready for yes, it. Yes. We will cover Voltron one day. Mm. But I think mm. we need to build up our power a bit more. Yeah. yeah, we need to build up some stamina before we get to Voltron. Yeah, we are we are snipers waiting outside Voltron's house, <laughs> just biding our time. 
I am, we're lining up the perfect fucking shot for that one. Yeah, like, we're, like, watching our, like, TV with Sasunaru on it, and creeping up behind us with a big bat is Voltron. <laughs> yeah, that bat also says, just want to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of, uh, the same bats recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of getting- This episode has been so aggressive. <laughs> Yeah. Just wait till when we actually talk about the the shows. I'm just feeling myself, you know? I'm I'm really feeling something. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, it's June. It's gay wrath month. I'm very like (laughs) I'm fired up. I wanna talk about Sasunaru. Yeah, the vibes are very strong. That's right. I feel like in our time off I went into like a chrysalis state and (laughs) I just like I evolved into a beautiful, horrible, wretched butterfly. Yeah, yeah, I I grew two extra arms and they're both holding knives. <laughs> That's right. That is exactly right. Yeah, I grew uh, two extra arms and they're also both holding baseball bats that also say I just want to talk. <laughs> uh-huh. So I think that's, I think that's a good bumper. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, did you think this, uh, did you think this advertisement went on? Yeah, I think, I think... I think the audience is ready. Yeah, I think that's primed the audience quite a bit. I think they're going to be so ready to hear us talk about Sasunaru after this. Yeah, if you, (laughs) um, for some reason, don't know what we're about, I don't know how to help you at that point. I would just say, listen again. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, um... Uh, made up up sports and, you know, and like, you just, it doesn't matter. Just, it's fine. Man, that clip of uh, Gara's dad just, like, rolling over and asking him, like, why is he still alive and happy just appeared on my fucking, like, uh, YouTube feed. I am so heated. Targeted. That show- YouTube coming at you with a bat right now. That show really tried to make me think that this man ever deserved to be resurrected and then get killed again. (laughs) He lost off screen to the snake man. I just, I can't. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Anyways, folks, what should our, what should our outro be? How should we, uh, how should we disperse this energy? Hmm. Good question. Um, hmm. God, I don't know. I didn't think about this. I've got so many notes about different, like, third segments that we can do once we get rolling <laughs> and stuff. I did not think for one moment about an outro. Okay, here's a fucking idea. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's fucking go. What if what if we ended the podcast right now? I don't know. Just just kidding. Unless. <laughs> Unless. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and there was Bye-bye. only one outro. <laughs>